Live from the Big G's Pizza Studio on Clark Street, this is Five Songs with Friends, Chicago's Music Discovery Podcast. Mom Jeans is a rock and roll guitar music band from the Bay Area in California. They're making some of my favorite music that I've heard uh, in the last like five years. And I am so fucking stoked to have Eric of the band on here today. Eric, what's going on, man? What's up? Dude, How's it going? it's going great, man. I'm so I'm so excited to have you on. Um, I'm looking at my Spotify top songs of 2018 and like Death Cup and Scott Pilgrim and Part Two and like there's all these. It's just mom jeans on mom jeans on mom jeans. So I'm so stoked to have you on the show, man. <laughs> Word, damn, thank you, appreciate it. Absolutely, dude. So tell me, man, how did you guys get started making music together? Um, I it started as uh, myself and Austin, our drummer. Um, we lived on the same like floor um freshman year of college like in the dorms um and um i don't know like i've always i've always been like into music but i was like i was very much like a band kid in high school like Mm -hmm. marching band like jazz band i was a trombone player like that was like my bread and butter for like six years from like middle school until i graduated high school um And so I knew I wanted to like be in a band and like play music. And I was always searching for people who like also kind of wanted to do that. Um, when I was, um, like first going to college, you know, and getting out of my hometown and like meeting people. Um, and Austin was one of those people that I met, um, who also like similar to me was like a band kid did like jazz band and stuff. But, uh, like he played a bunch of different instruments and like I played a bunch of different instruments and, uh, we ended up like going through each other's like iTunes and stuff and realizing that we were into a lot of the same music, um, specifically like bands like, uh, like Joyce Manor and like transit, um, like fireworks, Weatherbox, and modern baseball and bands like that. Um, that, you know, I thought I was so cool and that no one else knew about, (laughs) no one else was listening to. And, but in reality, like, and I was like, you know, like, would you want to like play in a band like that? And Austin was like, hell yeah, I would want to do that. And, um, you know, he had experience with like recording and he had like this really minimal, you know, mic and um, like interface setup that we like could like record acoustic demos like in our dorm room and stuff. And so we started trying to write music um, together that first year um, while we were in the dorms. Um, and then we ended up like recording some songs that were just like rip off of modern baseball songs. Uh, <laughs> but it was fun. And like we started like trying to play shows and like figure out like what kind of band we wanted to be. Um, and then Gabe ended up playing bass, uh, in the band cause we needed a bass player. Um, and we just kind of like slowly, but surely started working it from there and just like tried to, it took us a long time to like find our sound, I think, and like decide what we really like, what kind of music. And we're still even now like finding our sound. And that's one of the cool things about like being in a band and I don't know, at least I can't speak for everybody else in the band, but at least for myself, like, I feel like I started playing in a band like very early on in my like guitar playing career and like songwriting career you know i haven't been like in a band for a long time and i think that means that i just like have a lot of like there's a lot of places for me personally to go like i don't get bored playing guitar because i like have been playing guitar for a very long time so (laughs) there's a lot there's a lot for me to learn and there's a there's a lot of things that i can't do now on guitar or that like don't seem feasible to me that like might be uh, in the future and i think that means that your sound's just like gonna change and the things that you're into are gonna change and i think that's cool and i think that's um i think that's fun and 
and now with, you know, like the final lineup that we have going on with like Bart and everybody in the band is like, it's really, really cool. And getting to write together is like really, really fun. And ultimately we just like, we like playing shows and we like going on tour and we just want to like write songs that are fun to play for us and um, that are enjoyable. And hopefully people like want to keep coming to shows and keep gigging just cause it's fun. I like making music with my friends. Hell yeah, man. Well, so how did, yeah, how did Bart get involved and like, how does, um, cause I know you, do you still play in graduating life or is that like, cause I know you used to like, how does those, those two projects intertwine? Yeah. So I play in grad life. Um, so Bart used to play in a band called meet me in Montauk. Um, that was based out of Fresno and that band, if you haven't listened to them, is really, 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 really good. Um, <laughs> the first record, uh, where the grass meets the pavement is like one of the most influential um albums to me musically um just like on from the angle of like the guitar work and the vocals and everything about it and i was a really really big fan of that band and we started playing shows together mom jeans and meet me and mom talk um and we just we just became homies and we like bart became one of my really really good friends and he started helping us out um with like booking tours and booking shows in fresno and because meet me and mom talk had done a few tours and he kind of like had those resources and would pass them on to us and would help us out and there ended up being a couple tours that Gabe couldn't go on because of work and Bart filled in and played bass and when we got home from those tours um both Austin and I kind of realized like I really like having Bart like in the band and like we don't have another guitar player so like Bart if you just like want to be in mom jeans like please do because we like having you around like He's just, he's, you know, he's just like a baller. He's a total road dog and he's an amazing guitar player and just like a good friend and a good musician and who wouldn't want someone like that in their band, you know? So it was, it was kind of just like a, a no brainer. Um, and as things with like that other band, Amy and Montauk were starting to fizzle down, um, like Bart started writing his own music as graduating life. Um, and most of the shows that he started playing originally were just like very ragtag with like people to play the instruments that he could pull together um and then we did a couple of tours as graduating life and i was like yo bart like let me be in your band like let me play guitar in your band and so <laughs> i've been doing that ever since so i play guitar in the live band um and i help with recording a little bit but recording is mostly um like bart and ryan really going down the rabbit hole um and like graduating life is very much like bart's project it's his brainchild he uh he creates and envisions everything um, and everybody else's job in that context is kind of just to like, uh, fulfill that vision. And then, um, mom jeans is very much like a collaboration between like Austin, myself and Bart. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. <laughs> There's a lot of intertwining, but, uh, either way, like some, like when you write a song, like just depending on how it feels, like some songs like turn into grad life songs, and some songs turn into mom jeans songs and some songs don't turn into any songs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking like, cool though like, I, I love that though that's cool because yeah. Yeah, you have like this yeah, opportunity to make all yeah. this different stuff sorry go ahead no it, totally yeah sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you no um, no no, no it's cool. yeah it's really cool it's fun I like having uh, everybody like fire on all cylinders um, uh, like uh, uh, yeah so it's been really cool just like having Bart um, be able to like play guitar in a band and also sing in a band and also like play bass in a couple of bands. Cause like we have a ton of like side project bands that everybody like does too, that nobody even knows about yet. <laughs> um, and you know, like Austin gets to play drums in mom jeans and graduating life and a couple other bands. And, um, you know, Austin and I like get to play horns pretty frequently, like play trumpet and trombone or 
buttons and stuff, like getting everybody firing on all cylinders is really cool because I feel like it just means that everyone can write from the perspective of like all of the instruments that they play. And it just ultimately leads to like better songwriting and more interesting albums. And it's been, I don't know, it's been like a very creative vibe in our camp for like the last few months, which has been like really fun and really cool. It's really motivating and like makes you stoked about like being in a band, which is ultimately what we all just want at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, dude. No, I, I love everything about that, dude, of just being in an environment where you guys are just always making shit, like always like experimenting, pushing boundaries. And it's cool that you have all these different projects that you can find a home for these songs. A lot of them, it sounds like even if, you know, they don't fit thematically like one of the projects, you can just kind of like maybe make a new one or like put it into another one. Like, it's just so cool, man. I love it. Yeah. And I mean, like any, I think what a lot of like, what I'm starting to learn and what a lot of other musicians probably like know very well already is that, um, you know, like getting to make a record at all, like whether it's your record or it's your friend's band's record or whether it's like a band that you play in's record that you're just like playing, whatever aspect, you know, it is, um, it's good experience. And it's really like, you can learn so much just from like being in a studio environment and just like recording music, even if it's just like demos, you know, like you learn so much and there's so much to be gained out of just like being in a creative environment and being in a, like kind of like a a sterile, like put it all down on paper. And um, I think it's really cool. Like being in so many bands, like I also, uh, I'm lucky I get to play trombone and just friends too. Um, in the live band and just like being in so many bands and always have ba- having bands that like have a show to play or have like recordings to make or have, um, you know, songs to write or whatever. Like somebody's always doing something, even if mom jeans isn't like making an album right now, like grad wife just spent like a day in the studio, like recording a new song. And then like, we made some demos for the next album. And it's like, it's always cool. It's really nice to be like just working all the time and just like working on stuff, even if it's not always for mom jeans. Um, it's just nice to be like playing constantly because I, I definitely think that there's like kind of an imposter syndrome that comes with like being in, in a band or like trying to be like in a band for like your career. Um, because like, there's just such a huge um, gap in productivity between like being on tour and like making records and stuff. And then just like all the downtime that you have mm. um, when you're not doing those things. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, I don't know, filling up that time with like creativity and feeling like we're really, um, I don't know, utilizing the time where Bart is in town. Um, the best that we can is really, really nice. Cause Bart lives a couple hours away from us. So he's not here all the time. And so when he is, we try to like do as much as we can and get as much stuff done as possible. Damn. I mean, like, it sounds like you're super busy, though. I mean, you kind of played it off like you have a lot of downtime. Do you ever feel like you're getting burnt out ever with all the creativity that's going on? Um, Not necessarily. I think that, like, the only thing that really makes me burnt out is, like, tour. And, like, tour, like, for a long, long, long period of time without really any real breaks. And I don't think we, like, I didn't, I didn't hit a wall with touring until, like, very recently. Like, we went to Europe uh, in January. Um, and that was like a really cool experience and it was a great tour and it was super fun, super glad we went, but I don't think I, I like let myself enjoy it as much as I could have just because, um, I was just like, we had been on the road for like three months at that point with like maybe two weeks of break spread out between those three months. Um, and it was just like, I was just like, I don't want to be on tour. I don't want to be in a band at all right now. <laughs> I just want to be like a person in bed. That's all I want to be. And, um, you know, it's, and that's learning experience. Like we learned that we like, 
Like we really need to cut things off at like a month, month and a half and give ourselves like a solid break. Um, but I think, I don't know, I'd rather be busy than not busy. And there's definitely like weeks when, you know, like somebody's on vacation or, um, you know, like somebody has work and isn't available to like come up or whatever, where like nothing gets done and it feels a little bit stagnant. Um, and it gets like frustrating sometimes, um, you know, having a little bit too much downtime in between tours. But I think like I also, we also try to remind ourselves that it's like, there's going to be a time in the very near future where like I'm in the van in the middle of the night driving like to the middle of nowhere. And I'm going to be like wishing I was not doing anything, you know, so, right. like enjoy it, enjoy it now, you know, while you can. And I think, yeah, it's just, it's just about like trying to find balance and like, it's, it's no secret that like being in like a touring band is almost like the opposite of like living a balanced life. Um, but we try to, we try to achieve balance as, as much as we possibly can, just like for the sake of our own psyches and making sure that, you know, we don't get burnt out because I'd, I'd like to keep doing this for as long as we can. Um, and if we don't get to do this band anymore because people are just like over the music and they're just like not interested to come into the shows anymore, like that's honestly like chill. That's fine. I can live with that. But I hate the idea of us like not being able to continue being a band or not wanting to continue being a band just because like we're so fried and can't stand to be around each other anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, so let's, let's jump into the song we're going to play today. I know we were kind of up in the air about what song we wanted to play. I was thinking we could play part two, which is short for I left my towel at my friend's house and then they moved part two. So damn dude, that's a deep cut. Yeah, this is a, this is one of my favorite songs off Puppy Love. Before, that's dope. Yeah, let's hear it, man. What what what? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the song? Um, I guess I just I wanted I I originally wrote like part one and part two as like one song, but I felt like it was too long. And I don't know when we put out that song, yikes on that split. Everybody made fun of me and like that song's too long. So <laughs> it's supposed to be shorter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The song title is a little bit of a joke. Uh that's like a real thing we have this, these friends who lived in this house in arizona um they're they're in this band called westbrook um and um they were good friends of ours and they let us stay at their house at this house in arizona like multiple times over the course of like two years when we were like first starting the tour and like phoenix is one of the few places that like no matter when we go on tour like we almost always go to phoenix um just because it's like geographically it's like one of the few places that's actually close to us and um we have like like people come to shows for us in phoenix which is cool so we're always going to go back there um and over the course of like the two two and a half years that we'd stayed at this house like multiple multiple times i left like five towels at this house and every single time we would go on tour i would leave my towel at this house without fail i would have a shower and i would like leave my towel outside to dry and i would just leave it there and i could never remember and then i, I they moved and then I never got my towels back. God damn and it. Bum, and it bummed me out. <laughs> and, I was, and I was just like, man, that, that would fucking happen to me, dude. But just, and I don't know, that, that's like a summary of like my touring experience in a nutshell. I've left so many belongings at people's houses across the nation. I've left, you know, like I've left weed in people's like mom's houses on accident and had people like get mad at me. And like I've left pillows and, blankets and towels and shoes and toothbrushes and stuff and it's just like 
kind of that that song is also kind of that vibe of just like dog like get it together bro <laughs> but come on <laughs> like <laughs> you're you're 23 years old and you're still forgetting your socks and people's dryers when you go on tour like come on <laughs> well dude i mean that's that's that what we could all relate the vibe to of the song. You know, I mean, yeah. like, I think I've ever, like, taken it with yourself. <laughs> yeah, like, just, like, come on. Like, I, that happens to me all the time, dude. Like, I I wonder yeah. sometimes, like, how many of my socks are, like, spread out throughout the entire world, you know? Like, that's my, like, literal footprint, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So. I feel like I'm a child again, and it's, like, I don't know. Like, when I was a kid, like, my mom would never buy me the clothes, like, that, that like, I thought I wanted or, you know, like, the nice, like, sunglasses, backpack, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like little kid stuff. She'd always be like, no, nah, you're going to lose it. <laughs> Any Anything like that, she'd be like, no, nah, you're going to lose it. And without fail, any time that she trusted me, like, I would lose it. And it's, I'm just, like, I'm in my, I'm about to be in my mid-20s and I can't even, uh, <laughs> like, I'm still... I'm still losing my toothbrush, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> I need that. Yeah, fair enough, man. Well, I think, uh, like I said, I think we can all we can all get on board with that, man. We all have our, uh, mm-hmm. uh, we're all misplaced certain shit. So let's jump into it. Let's play the song. This is a song called Part Two by Mom Jeans.
that was part two by Mom Jeans. So, dude, you guys are heading back out on tour this summer. You're playing on yeah. uh, the Sad Summer Festival. You're coming to Chicago uh, on July yeah. 24th. But you want to tell us a little bit about uh, yeah. the Sad Summer Fest? Um, I don't know a whole lot. We're like the little baby band that gets to tag along and bus chase. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it's going to be really cool. Um, uh, I don't know. I think that there's, um, it feels like, first of all, I guess like we're kind of like honored to be included in, um, something of like this magnitude. I feel, uh, constantly like, um, I know this doesn't come like off as weird, but like, I feel like this band is like already kind of like the best case scenario for us. And like the shows that we get to play and the tours that we get to do. Um, I'm constantly aware, maybe it's just like being from California and like, there's so many good bands that like never get the recognition they deserve, you know? And I'm sure you feel like that way being in Chicago too. There's so many bands that deserve to be, you know, playing for a thousand people a night that never get to. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for me just getting to play, you know, like a sold out show, like 300 cap venue, like that's the fucking dream come true. Like that's as good as it gets, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, looking at the Sad Summer Tour, getting to be included on something like that, you know, like being a band that, like, two years ago we were playing shows in people's houses is, is really, really crazy to us. And so, like, we're really grateful um, and really stoked to be included um, in something like that. It's it's really neat and it's really cool. Uh, I think, like, we're looking at it as, like, a learning opportunity for us, at least. I think it'll be, like, interesting to just, like, be around so many bands that, like, play for a lot of fucking people all the time um and like do it at a very high level um and you know like have like this whole professional you know like their sound and their gear and all this you know like stuff worked out all these logistics i think it'll be like a really cool learning experience for like a little band like us that like tries to do as much ourselves as we can um i'm stoked i think it should be fun you know it's gonna be like really really big rooms i'm hoping people like come and have a good time and enjoy themselves um, and it feels like there's at least like a little bit of effort, like on the tours part to like, I don't know, like foster more of like a welcoming environment than some other, you know, like big tours do. I don't want to like name any names or whatever, but, um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think there's at least like effort going on on all parties, you know, from the big headliners, um, to the people organizing the tour to do something that like feels more genuine and feels, um, more like a real show um, than just like, you know, showing up to some like giant parking lot with stages set, set up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to be a part of that. It's going to be cool. You know, Just Friends is going to, um, and those are our best friends. And so getting to be on the road with them is always like a party. Um, but yeah, I think it's just going to be really fun and it's going to be exciting. Um, I think we're going to be a little bit out of our element, to be honest with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're going to show up, we're going to, we're going to try and play loud and have a really, really good time. And, um, you know, just, uh, just try and show up and rock it. I think that's like all any band can really do at the end of the day when, you know, you're asked to go on tour with somebody else is just, just try and be professional and show up and kill it as hard as you can. Hell yeah, man! All of the day, yeah, dude. It looks. I'm looking at the list. Like you're, um, I mean, you're playing some fucking awesome places, dude. I mean, Aragon Ballroom is an incredible venue. That's where they're going to be playing uh, here in Chicago on July 24th. The Rave Eagles Club, um, Eagles Ballroom in Milwaukee, also just like a really iconic, incredible 
uh, venue. Yeah, no, man. Like we played, we played sub T last time we were in Chicago, <laughs> bro. Like that's crazy. No, and like no shade to sub T at all. Like that place is awesome. Yeah. Like the first time we ever played Chicago proper was at sub T, and it was awesome. And I love that venue a lot. But it's also crazy to be like going from like that place where like Shuba's, you know, fits three hundred people to like. Aaron Alvaro, like that's fucked up. <laughs> that's it, dude. That's <laughs> but it's so fucking sick. Like I'm so I'm so stoked for you guys. I'm so happy that you guys like your music is making it out there and like you're making a name for yourself because you guys are making fucking incredible music, man. I'm a huge obviously I'm I'm fan been fangirling out this entire episode, but like I, I'm just so stoked for you guys. I'm trying. It should be it should be fun. I don't know. I think yeah, it's really cool. I feel like a you know, like I feel like a sense of responsibility a little bit with this band to like when we get an opportunity to go do cool stuff like this that like we should and we should try and do it and kill it really hard. Just like I said, because I'm so aware of like there's so many other people um, that would love to be, you know, able to like do a tour like this and would kill it and would do an amazing job. And, you know, bands that like have never gotten to see like their their heyday um the way that like we kind of have and it almost feels like disrespectful to not like like take advantage of it you know Mm -hmm. it almost feels disrespectful to all those people that never even got that opportunity to have like oh so you have this like cool opportunity and you just like say no because it's like not cool enough or whatever you know and i think that uh like at least with this band like our motto has always been like we'll we'll do anything like once like we'll do, like if if it if it's bad like we reserve the right to be like peace out bro like we're not coming back next time but like we'll try pretty much anything like once and like see how it goes because I don't know if you just like I don't know I don't want to take a negative attitude towards anything or assume that anything isn't going to be good and like I said there's a lot that we can learn like and we try to like we try to do what we can to you know help other bands. Um, and to, you know, impart knowledge and wisdom however we can on the people that, like, we bring on tour with us. And I think, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a trickle-down effect, hopefully, that if, like, we can learn some knowledge and, like, learn a thing or two um, and, you know, learn how to put on a better and more interesting show uh, from some of these bigger bands, then we can, you know, take some of that stuff and impart that knowledge or, you know, kind of help other people learn that to, you know, our friends and our bands that we like and want to see succeed. Um, and that's, um, you know, the more the stuff that Mongeans gets to do, you know, the more stuff that our friends get to do ultimately, which is like, cool. And that's good to know. Cause I, I always, I always tell my friends bands, you know, like ride those coattails, baby. Like, come on, please uh, do, like name drop, do whatever, do whatever you have to just cause I think there's so much good music out there and there's so many good bands that like deserve, um, to be playing for thousands of people a night and, uh, and never get to. So like as much as we can spread the love, like as possible like we will and like i said getting to do a big tour like this like we can i feel like we can learn a lot and we can use that to help a lot of our friends and help a lot of other people too so that's exciting i love it man dude i love your attitude like the the gratitude you're uh you're bringing to the table and like the rising you know like um what is it like the rising tide raises all ships right so um that's so so fucking awesome to hear man awesome well dude how can people stay in touch with mom or sorry go ahead man no it's all good chillin uh, I was just going to say, like, how can we stay in touch with you? Like, how can we hear about, you know, future concerts you guys have come up, releases, stuff like that? Like, what's the best way to, oh, to hit you guys up? I'm always on Twitter. I got those Twitter fingers. If any, if the Mom Jeans account says anything that offends you, it's probably me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get in. I, I have a short fuse, uh, but, <laughs> you know, 
Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Uh, I usually do the mom jeans Twitter and then Bart does the grad life Twitter. Um, so if you ever want to hear him and either of us, <laughs> that's where you can find us. And then like, uh, I post about pretty much anything on Twitter, Instagram. I don't use Facebook a whole bunch. Um, just cause I feel like most people don't actually use it. And even if I post it, most people don't see it. Um, but I've been trying to get back in the habit of like posting more stuff on Facebook just cause I know that there are some people who like still only use Facebook. So <laughs> try to get better at that. And then we have a website too that my dad made that we never update, but I don't know if you're bored, you can check that out. Um, and then like, yeah, our email is plastered all over the place. And so if you ever want to get in touch with us and for anything, like you can just email us and I'll see it. Fantastic, dude. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, dude. This has been, uh, been a real pleasure, dude. I, I always love yeah, hearing, hearing the stories behind, uh, behind some of my favorite bands music and like, um, I don't know. I just like, I love your attitude, dude. I mean, like you're a very humble and, and grateful guy. And like, I think it's just, it's so nice to hear that people who are making awesome music are also really cool people. Um, so thanks so much for coming on the show, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words, appreciate the support. Appreciate what you're doing. Thank you.